following program may contain explicit content. Said explicit content is not and probably not the actual thoughts and opinions of the hosts, Greg and John, and or our guests, and is for entertainment purposes only. The Greg and John you hear on this podcast are not necessarily the Greg and John from real life, and everything we say on MSV Podcast is meant all in good fun. And you must keep this in mind at all times. And folks, hello and happy new year to everybody. Hello. Hi. Happy, hey. new happy new year. Every Are we year. already there? We're already in the new year? We're it in is, the future. It is It is wow. 2022, so MSV Podcast has officially survived another year of existence. By survive, you mean that we just kept doing it? Sure. Sure. Right, okay, so that's it. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a very special show tonight. Because Gilberto and Lara are finally in the house. So let's first acknowledge Gilberto and Lara. How are you guys this evening? Good. Pretty good. Full of energy. And I, that. I must also acknowledge that because we are recording like professional podcasters only Zoom, Mark Seidenstein is technically in the house tonight. Is that correct, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> you, you you could say that, Greg. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so Mark has graciously agreed to host us tonight because he knows that it would have been a disaster to try to teach me how to do it. So uh. <laughs> rather than doing that, he's just recording the show and kind of uh. just hanging out with us. Uh. <laughs> but, it, but Mark, it's always great to see you. Always great to have you. <laughs> on the show with us in, in, in any capacity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, Lara, just a quick question for you. I might have a quick answer. All right. I, I went to high school with a, with a dude named Claudio Lara. Are you related to him? His last name is Lara? Correct. Claudio my, Lara. My first yeah. name is Lara. That's what okay. kind of so question is that? So you're not related, right? No, my last name is Lieberstein. I'm a fake Jew. Okay. We've been through uh, this. Look, look, uh, right, good, uh, look, what I can tell you is Greg good. is not the brightest person I've ever known. So, like, he, he'll, he'll ask questions like that. Oh, I see. Well, well, no, I just wanted to make sure you were not related because he's kind of a dick. So I was like, I, I mean, was always... well, I mean, I am related to, pe- like, like, for example, my brother. He's a dick. But does that mean I'm automatically a dick if I'm related to a dick? Does it work like that? Well, it. No, no, because I'm certainly related to dicks that I don't even speak to. Um, I didn't but, know dicks can speak. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I tend not to speak to dicks. In this, so. in this, in this case, they do. I just wanted to make sure you weren't related to him. I mean, I don't think so. It would have been a big elephant in the room for me if I found out that you were related to uh, to Claudia Lara, and, then, and there's no relation with you and Lara Flynn Boyle, the the actress from Twin Peaks and Wayne's World, right? You're not related to her, right? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Nor am I re- related to Lara Croft, the fictional gotcha. character, or I don't know any other Laras. Or Lois Lane. Gotcha. No. So your name just happens to be Lara. Yes. And this guy's name was Claudio, and his last name was Lara, and it's just a sheer coincidence. I have never heard my first name as a last name. That's that, where is this guy from? I don't know or care. All I know is that he was a dick. Um, but that being said, a very exciting thing um, happened 
over the break. It, 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 right, John? And of course, I'm talking about our brand new sponsors. Uh, MSV oh, Podcast yeah. has a brand new sponsor. And so I, I didn't know what to expect. So, so this is what happened. So John and I got a delivery. I got a delivery here. John got a delivery at your residence. And it was a yeah. it was a burner phone that contained only me and John's number and a guy who was calling himself Bruno. And he would be calling us from a private number. And so we were just to know that Bruno was our brand new sponsor, but he couldn't tell us anything about it. So we both got a call like we hopped on this conference call and this this guy was like, this is Bruno. You know, his voice was all like. Whatever, and and they and then so he instructed John to leave the house at one a.m. It was about one a.m. John, I don't remember. This was after it was like between Christmas and New Year's, right? If I recall correctly. Yeah, like the the, the point of the year where time ceases to exist. It was about that. Yeah, yeah, one of those days. Yeah. So uh, they he, he demanded. Now, how did you sneak out of the house without Lara? knowing because he said tell well, I, no one you know i have did, to say yeah it's very hard to do anything in the middle of the night without lara knowing because she a light sleeper she, yeah. She, yes. very very light sleeper i i would you know sometimes i would like go to the bathroom and like flush the toilet too loud and she'll be like what are you doing so yeah it really it was not easy but That's i managed yeah, right, to do it right yeah. all right so mm -hmm. he came over to my it's 1 a.m it's freezing outside, whatever. And Bruno instructed us to wait. I, I, in my residence, to the listeners who don't know, I, I live in an apartment building with a driveway that's like an alcove. So he told us that, he, that, that uh, a limo was going to be waiting for us there. And all we knew was it had something to do with sponsorship um, and that everything would be explained. Um, so a limo, a big stretch, like luxurious li limo, pulls up to my house and John and I are standing there. And then, then two Goombas came out who make me look petite um, and proceeded to beat the hell out of me and John. And John and I are very confused by this because we thought it had something to do with uh, sponsorship, but instead they proceed to beat us senseless. And they said, and, and, and as they were beating us, they said, don't worry, this is just precaution because you can't know the location of where we're going. And so we need to beat you senseless so that you don't see while you're going. But after they beat us up, they let us into the limo and there was free um, uh, cranberry ginger ale in the limo waiting for us. And they said- It made it no. all worth it. That does it not did. seem worth it. <laughs> no, no, it was, we, we, we knew that there were some downsides to having a sponsor that didn't want anybody to know where they were. And, and they are now our sponsor, but, but I digress. So we go about 50 <laughs> miles, which seemed like 50 miles. Now I thought possibly we're in, we were in Pennsylvania, but we weren't, we were still somewhere in New Jersey. And they converted this warehouse into like what looked like a stadium. It was really, and, and uh, th there we were let in and there was a, it was like an original. So, have any of you guys ever done medieval times? Yes. All right. Yep. Well, it was kind of like that. John can vouch. Only they called themselves um, uh, the Joust. They were just called ah. the Joust. Okay. Joust. Uh, and so we're in this uh, <clears throat> arena, 
And, I'm surprised uh, they didn't call it like octopus something or other. So anyway, please, please continue. Well, well, you were there, John. I mean, I'm just telling the yeah, audience. Yeah. And for those who didn't know, yeah. you know, and I, I still commend you on not waking Lara when you left the house. Right. And, well, you and know, she, she would have been she would have been pretty pissed if they had beaten us senseless in the house because it would have woken her up. You know? No, no. But, they, they, and they get blood us. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They, get they, blood everywhere. It was, they beat us senseless. Oh, well, I'm sure the Midland Park, New Jersey Police Department, like saw the blood. But we weren't right. to inform this guy who only went by Bruno. We were not to inform anybody this was happening. But, but just that this is a, a, a long time event. And they specifically uh, um, were choosing us to be uh, their sponsor. And, and, and just by telling this story, uh, we are getting fifty dollars, fifty dollars wow. that that uh, we will split uh, with everyone who's involved with the show tonight, including Mark. So, Mark, you're going to get a fifth of fifty dollars oh. from, from our sponsor. Oh. From our sponsor. So, Mark, at this point, at this point, we knew the name of our sponsor that they were just the Joust. And it was this brand new, like medieval times type type place, right? And so they said, help yourself to complimentary cucumber sandwiches. You can have as many cucumber sandwiches as you'd like, but you get one complimentary glass of uh, uh, tonic water of which you are to nurse because you only get that one glass of tonic water. If you were thirsty, if you're very, very thirsty, they couldn't emphasize enough, if you remember, John, they couldn't emphasize enough how we had to nurse that tonic water um, mm. because we were not getting any other kind of beverage. That was kind of weird to me. I was a little disoriented yeah. at the time. I don't really recall it. My, you know, like, I, I guess I sipped on the tonic a little bit, but, you know, I never asked for a second glass. I was, I was pretty... You know, first of all, it was like two o'clock in the morning by this point. At this and point, I, yeah. I, I was I was also very like I was out of it, you know, like I was missing a few teeth, I was bloody, my I couldn't see it, very well. So, you know, it, right, right. After they beat yeah. the shit out of us like that. Yeah. Right. But it was all yeah. for a good cause. So because nobody oh, can know nobody can know where the joust is actually located. Now I thought we were in and, Pennsylvania. Yeah. But we were not. Guys, just get this. Get this. I'm a little. I, I got starstruck. I, I, I'm sorry. It's, um, the host of the evening was none other than New Jersey and Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. I was a little starstruck. I'm like, this guy has actually been in Studio 8H and worked with Eddie Murphy. This guy has been there. And, and that in and of itself. And so we were taken by these two. Good, we haven't we didn't meet Bruno at this point yet. And so they take us over and said, Joe, the, this this is Greg and John of MSV podcast. Uh, Joe, Joe Piscopo is this is what he does now. And he's our host for the evening. And uh, Joe said, it's very, very nice to meet you. I am not familiar with your work. But it's still nice to meet you. And then uh, Joe said, would, would you like a picture and an autograph? And John and I were like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. But but it's been nice to meet you. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like you stood 
in the same spot as Eddie Murphy back in the eighties. It was just, it was just amazing. Um, and then the, the, the show begins. Now, all these people that are there are regulars. You know, they all knew uh, uh, that this thing existed, you know, but uh, it, it's a very like need to know basis of what it is. And then the show starts. It's called the joust, as I said. And what it is, is two dwarves actually fight to the death by jousting. Well, well, the loser is who is who you know it's it's literally two dwarves on horses they jousted each other to the death and then at first i thought this is kind of unethical you know at, at first i was thinking that it was kind of weird unethical it's kind of funny like when the dwarves were like jousted and like they fly all over the place that was kind of funny like doing like Mm-hmm. Somersault, somersaults in the air. That was kind of funny, but I was thinking that it was like really inhumane and that maybe I didn't want any part of it. To the dwarves and, or the horse? What's that? To the well, dwarves no, or no, the horse? No, the horses were treated nicely. They oh. actually, if they wanted a second glass of tonic water, the horses, they were allowed. Okay. They would have gotten good. that second no, glass. No, they made, the sure, they made sure that the horses were treated very nicely, but I was very confused about, you know, why and people were cheering you know apparently this was like a a a regular thing that people go to and just at that point then we knew that it's the joust and they're somewhere in new jersey and joe piscopo is the host and they wanted msv podcast to to sponsor them and uh what i found out though was i was like i I really think it's a little unethical what they're doing here with the dwarves. And then they explain to uh, us is no, 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 these are convict dwarves. <laughs> and instead of going, uh, there were Nazi dwarves, there were deviant dwarves, there were gang dwarves. There, there were, there was a dwarf yeah. who had the uh, tattoo of the swastika. So oh, these yeah. were actually, these were actually um, um, undesirable dwarves who actually have committed heinous crimes and uh, instead of going to death row, they do the joust. So instead of going to death row, and so the, the loser, so to speak, gets jousted, and then the winner, like, waves to the crowd, and everyone cheers, and then Joe Piscopo, Joe Piscopo, <laughs> Joe Piscopo, Joe Piscopo. Then goes, congratulations, and shoots that dwarf dead. And that's the show. And it was, it was, and, and so, um, uh, what you do, everyone, you just call 1-800-THE-JOUST and you will get picked up by your own limo. Um, uh, you're beaten. You, you, you are beaten senseless. Like John can vouch. Like I didn't know who we were, where we were, but you get the cranberry ginger ale in the backseat. As soon as you kind of like come to a little bit, you get past all this stuff. It actually is a rather fascinating and very different evening. And right. um, And so... You call 1-800-THE-JOUST. You make your reservations. Um, they are backed up. I mean, you want to get on the waiting list as soon as possible for this show, for this program. Um, and if you mention MSV Podcast, you save. The regular price is $99.50 for that's admission price. No one under 18, by the way. Um, but yeah, it is $99.50. Mention MSV Podcast. $99. So wow. I yeah. welcome them to the family. 
I welcome that. It is so great to have you. Uh, the Joust, again, that's 1-800-THE-JOUST. Uh, I'll mention that maybe at the end of the show for any listeners who are just tuning in. And, uh, and I, I, I thank you for sponsoring the show. And, and they will give us uh, $50 uh, that we, we all, five of us who are actually present right now, can split. And then going forward, every mention uh, that we give us, um, they will uh, name a star for us in our name. So this is a great deal. And we really did enjoy ourselves uh, after all. But I think that might, John, I think that might have had something to do with the fact that we were beat, beaten senseless before this thing. It could be. I, they, they clearly hadn't seen Squid Game. There's a much easier way to make it so that people are unconscious. You just have to gas the car. Mm. And, and, then, yeah. and then we could they could have saved us a lot. Of, see, the thing is, they beat us senseless and all that stuff. They, they right. paid for our dental. They, they, they paid for our dental work. They got and, your you know, dental they, work? Wait, 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 hold on. They're paying for your dental work? They didn't pay for yours? No! Oh, come on. All right, you know what? Maybe they favored one of us over the other. Or maybe they could No, I, I am reconsidering this deal now. No! <laughs> I'm reconsidering this deal. Okay, I will speak to this Bruno after this yeah. show. Now, John, you've just changed everything. Everyone listening? Oh. I retract everything I just said. Do not call this number until I straighten this out because they paid for John's teeth and not mine. Fucking bastards. Well, so you know. I, I, I just spent now the whole what? What, 25 minutes or so on the Justin? They didn't even fix my teeth? Those fucking bastards. And we can finally get to the show then. Fine. You had to pay, you had to pay for your own dental work then, huh? I can't. I, mean, I, see I didn't even go get mine yet. So they just they just paid for you. You got it done the next day. I I mean I, my teeth are all back in. They 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 just no. they shoved them back in place and so yeah. I was wondering yeah. what you were doing with Joe Piscopo and the two Goombas, where they said give us five minutes at the end there, and I was just wondering where you guys were whisked away to another room. I have <laughs> I have no idea what you were doing, and I don't want to know now. But whatever it did, it resulted yeah. in you getting free dental work and me not. I'm a right. dentist, man. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I guess, you were set now. I thought right time, were... <laughs> right time, right place. You know, that's it. I thought the teaming of MSV podcast and the teaming of the Joust was going to come together so well, and now I find out they just out now. Fuck me. This is not funny. Okay, oh, now man. I'm pissed. <laughs> but we have a show to do. <laughs> Mark, this is a travesty. This is not a way to do business with people, is it? Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's good. It's good. So, anyway, I want to explain to everybody why I'm an asshole. So I'm an asshole. And it, it all comes down to this and the fact oh, which that... Which is why you didn't get free dental work. I get it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, well, I don't ahead. know what that was about, but I do know what this is about. So I'm an asshole. So when the show, when it first was um, established that John and I were going to go on and do this show, um, I said to John, and like, I want everybody to know, and John, I love you to death, but John at this point has checked out. He's completely checked out. We're getting very close to the end of the season. We're getting very close to the end of the weekly series. And he's checked out. But you know what? 
It isn't his fault. It's mine because I'm a dick. Now, allow me to explain. Allow me to explain. So uh, I'd love to hear that. when When Matt McHenry stepped down, he said, but you and John have something going there and I urge you to continue. I said, thanks, Matt. You know, good luck to you. And he went off and he did his other stuff. And now he's doing the uh, the non-binary uh, genitalia sculptures. He's doing great, whatever. But so I said to John, did I not say this to you, John? I want you to think of this show. Uh, I said, I want you to think it's as much yours as it is mine. Do you remember when I said that? I do, yes. Okay. But then I proceeded I said that to John, but again, I mean, I'm a dick, but I'm an open dick. I said that to John, but then I went ahead and scheduled every guest and scheduled every topic, leaving him pretty much nothing to do as far as the show. I fucking said, I want you to think of this show as much as it's mine as it is yours. And so in John's defense of checking out, I would have checked out too if, if I did that to somebody if, or if somebody did that to me. Because I said to John, please invite guests. I said that. I said, um, think of topics that you'd like to discuss. And he said, oh, sure will. I'll put that together. And I said, think of guests. And he said, he sure will. Um, but I then, I then went ahead and booked every guest. But by, by the yeah. next day, you had already booked, booked every exactly. single Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good person or a nice guy. And, and here, here are your topics that you will be discussing with me. Right, right. Yes. and here are the guests, and here's the list of guests. Okay, but I'm going somewhere with this. Because he's, he then said, but he said two things to me. He said two things. Um, and I'm going to acknowledge Lara for actually being the best listener of MSV podcast in existence, and I'll say that why in a second. However, but there is one thing John insisted upon, and that is to have Gilberto on the show. He wanted to have Gilberto on the show. I said, no problem. Absolutely. We'll have Gilbert at this at this point. I knew I was a fucking dictator at this point. I knew I took away. Basically, I took control of the whole thing and didn't give John any kind of creative input whatsoever. But there's one thing I promised him, and that's to have Gilberto on. And and I like Gilberto. I, I, I'd, I'd only seen Gilberto probably at that first birthday party. And I, of course, loved that he is a fellow Trekkie as I am, and uh, his comments on Facebook are rather amusing. So, so having Gilberto on was going to be my pleasure. So that's number one. Then number two, he said, oh, and Lara wants to be on it at some point. And, and so look what I did then. This is, but I'm an open dick. At least I'm an open dick. He said, I want to have, I want to have Gilberto on. I said, okay. And then he said, and Lara would like to be on as a guest, as an official guest once, to which I also said, okay. So we'll put them on the same fucking show. That's me. <laughs> That's what I did. Just put them on the same show. It'll be fun. And I guess John uh, was in his mind thinking, uh, gee, yeah, yeah, gee, thanks, Craig. Yeah, just th thanks. Good. Yeah, just, just yeah, the two people really that good. I want to, the two people that I want to have on uh, you're just going to turn it into just one show. Um, not that show. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, but, but then here's, but, but then here's the thing. So I finally, but Lara, I do want to, I do want to um, uh, acknowledge that she's the best MSV listener there is in the world. 
yeah. a lot of people a lot of people admit that they don't listen to the show. And but Lara admits I'm one of them. Well, well, wait a minute. I know you don't even fucking listen. So why should I give you any creative? I don't control, listen to right? the show. <laughs> right, right, right. You didn't even. Anyway, go ahead. But, but if there's one person that doesn't listen to the show and admits it is Lara. But why <laughs> is that? Because she gets to hear it live. Every in real time. In yes. real time. So in reality, our best and most loyal listener is Lara. I think we should point out because I live with John, I hear it in real time, just so your listeners aren't confused. And, and I'm sure... Captive, you, captive I'm sure, audience. I'm sure you look forward to it every week, but uh, yes. uh, and I'm sure that you... And I do apologize for this, but it is almost over. I do apologize for John and that I'm sure he bitches to you every week. God, I got this fucking podcast, that fucking Greg, and I got to fucking do this and make time for that. So I really appreciate you you mean more to this show than anyone, possibly. I mean, like, you you, oh, you, you have to put up with that, you know, and you also have to put up with hearing it, including all of season one, which was all political. And um, yeah. although, you were, that. although you, you were one of the, uh, uh, I, I will embellish right now, you're one of the thousands of fans, though, who suggested that John and I continue, but without the weekly politics i mean i heard from literally thousands yeah. of people yeah uh who said they want to do literally that so but getting people. so getting back to gilberto so he just john every week was okay but we have to have gilberto on we have to have gilberto on we have to have gilberto on i said okay uh, definitely we will have him on definitely and then comes the star trek 4 screening and i finally oh. get to hang out with gilberto and then as I'm sitting there, I'm wondering why you want Gilberto on so, so, so very much. You know, I'm like, yeah, he's okay. But like, I, I, I don't see any kind of like charisma or like, well, oh, you can certainly sorry. interject. Yeah, I mean, I was going somewhere with that, but, but sure. Yes, you may interject. Oh, no, no. Me. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it, but there is. There is one reason, and the, there's one very, very main reason that I kept insisting on it. Go ahead. You know how, like, how you said, okay, we want to have, like, Democrats, that being us, and Republicans, and you right. know, have them on the show, and we'll talk about our opposing views. The right. main topic that I wanted to talk about was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And well, that was going to be two hours <laughs> of conversation. <laughs> I see. I see. So, so here I am. Right. So yeah. here I am at the uh, Star Trek Four screening with a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a while. It was a great motley crew of people. I mean that though complimentary uh, as the people and 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 we're watching and I'm hanging and we do go to dinner after you know which is a bunch of people that kind of well they all know me in some way whether it be indirect or not but we're all having dinner together. It's sort of like it, it, our table was like a background Simpsons table, if you know what that is, like like a poo principal Skinner yeah. and uh, uh, the Bumblebee guy are there in the background having just dinner like randomly That's, at the same table. I, I yeah, got like you, that, yeah. that was that was us that night. OK. And so Gilberto was kind enough to give me a, a lift home, which was very kind. And uh, I'm still like thinking I'm like, 
all right, so this guy isn't, uh, but I'm going somewhere with this, trust me. I'm like, okay, well, this guy's a good guy and, and everything, but John's insisting on having him on the show. And I like, I just wasn't seeing it. I mean, no offense, but I wasn't seeing, I just wasn't seeing it. But then, but then came the second movie outing being planned. That was, that was going to be everyone who was at the Star Trek four screening was invited to come to the Ghostbusters afterlife showing. And who ghosts me on it is Gilberto. So it kind of was like worked as a wash because it's like, well, wait a minute. He was probably <laughs> thinking the same thing. Once he hung out with me, he's like, I don't really like this guy that much enough to hang with him. So it kind of like worked out all the better. So, so John, here's your Gilberto. Gilberto's here. And, Gilberto? welcome, and, and welcome, Gilberto. <laughs> Thank you. Thank well, this, you. this actually uh, works. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I just welcomed. I just welcomed Gilberto. I, I, and um, with all the people trying to talk at the same time, it gets a little. this makes up for, <laughs> for the last time I was supposed to see Gilberto. Um, technically, the last time I saw him was at a, a chiropractor's office. Oh, but wow. the time before that, I was supposed to, I was supposed to meet him for lunch at this place called the filling station. So we said, okay, yeah, just meet me here at the filling station. So I went to the filling station and looked around. He wasn't there. I realized I went to the wrong one. So we actually we still need a lunch date <laughs> because the last one didn't work out very well. Yeah, you you literally went to my hometown instead of to where yeah. my job. <laughs> Anyway, well, well, what? So, was it debating that Die Hard was a Christmas mo movie, or the subject matter that we had last season was like, oh, Gilberto probably has a lot of interesting things to say about that. I don't, I don't really remember whether you were like, well, Gilberto will come, whether you wanted him in season one or you intended to have him on when it was no longer exclusively the political show. Because that, Laura, that's probably why you wanted to finally come on as a guest because we weren't exclusively politics anymore, right? Or, or, or why John claimed you wanted to come on as a guest at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, oh, I, oh, it's true. I butt into the conversation anyway. I might as well be an official guest at one point. But yes, I, I do not like talking about politics. It's no, no, no. We don't. We we well, we do and we don't on this show now. It's a smorgasbord, if you yes. will. Uh, question for you, Lara. Do you have a secret crush on Gilberto? Do I have a secret crush on Gilberto? That's an yeah. interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't, though? Really, who doesn't? I didn't say that. I don't want to answer that because I think John would be jealous because, you know, that's yeah, John's because, boyfriend. Yeah, because I was, you know, like on the Facebook, on the last account, uh, I, I'm a fickle Facebook user as we all know now i mean uh, <laughs> right you know what i'm saying Mom, uh, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but like all i remember like from the last account at least was gilberto you know putting up all his uh dating site pictures and it was like you know it was like a casey thing dare i say it john it was like 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 i'm like yeah Lara has Me? a secret crush on Gilberto. <laughs> yeah. so, so if a, a man liked them, then they had a secret crush on him too? What if his but mom Gil liked it? Gil 
Bertle likes <laughs> no, all no. of my things. I, and, and he's my friend. I support him, and I, he, you know, Girl Bertle has good style. I'm gonna stand he's a, by. He's a snappy dresser. I, I don't, I don't. You can answer this any way you'd like, but I stand by that you have a secret crush on Gilberto, okay. and that one day it's going to come out and present itself, and you can refer back to this episode. You can refer back to this show, <laughs> and know that I've said it on this show, and it's going to cause problems. I don't know what kind. I don't know what kind. You know, I, I, I don't claim to be psychic. <laughs> Right, John? You know, well, uh, you don't but, claim to be. <laughs> that's correct. And well, so, what, what, once we get John out of the way, then, you know, me and Gilberto can finally be oh, together. You're, oh, you're planning to murder John? <laughs> I didn't say to... that. Oh, uh, she's working with Joe Piscopo, actually. <laughs> I, well, hey, whoa, 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 now. Now we're getting into <laughs> uncharted territory because if Lara was the secret brainstorm behind that whole thing with the joust, then I've got a problem. Like, ooh, big twist here, you know? Big right. twist. Well, you know, she also she also wrote the script for The Love Guru. So you can tell already she's she's out of her mind and, and totally evil. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I, I mean, I had the theory, and I said it here on the show. Like I said, be prepared for a no-holds-barred Greg on this episode. I call it like I see it. And I mean, just you guys live your life. That's all I'm saying. Live your life. Do whatever, you know, but eventually the drama will unfold. And then when it finally happens, just know that I predicted it and saw it coming. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would bet, but I don't really have money to bet with. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it transpires. And then we'll just like, We'll, we'll play this episode for everyone and, and just see okay. how it is. Um, uh, if, if that were to happen, um, uh, how John and Gilbert, how would you like feel about that? If, 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 if something were like, is it, is it like you're bros for life, you know, and no matter what happens, you stay bros for life or I, I'm going to give you guys the floor. But let's say, you know, even like not, let's say it wasn't Lara. Let's say it was hypothetical. How would you guys handle a situation like that? I'm going to let Gilberto talk because I haven't, I haven't really heard from him. Yeah, that's the freaking point. <laughs> Why did you want him on the show? Hey, Mark, how about this crazy weather we're having? <laughs> Speaking uh, of pure evil. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, Ozzy the cat. My cat, my cat Ozzy just joined the podcast. You joined can't the podcast. See him right now. I will be very impressed if Ozzy like will start like talking. Because this is another He situation. does talk. He is does another... talk. He's like so speaking. Can I... Yeah, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, I wanna I wanna um <clears throat> kind of get back to that whole like Gilberto, Lara, and John love triangle thing. Wait, before we do, if it's because yeah. you're taking it seriously, no, we will move on. If it's because we want to stay in this universe that we just created, then yes, absolutely go ahead <laughs> I, and talk about the I, love triangle. 
I love that you even have to specify that I can't be, I can't talk about this as though it's a real situation. <laughs> what can I possibly say about that? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. And, and and thanks for breaking the fourth wall there. That was that was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, like you know, you say do you have a secret crush on Gilberto? I feel like that's that's a that's a question for everyone, and I I would say no, because it's not a secret at all. It's everyone knows it. Gilberto knows it. Lara knows it. I'm surprised you don't know it. You have to ask the questions. But, you know, if Lara left me to go live her life and romp in the fields with Gilberto, mm-hmm. I would say I'm supposed to do that with Gilberto. <laughs> that, that would be the... No, that would do, be the... Do yeah. remember, though, but remember what Nikki said. There, yeah. there is an alternate universe in which you and Gilberto are lovers. Ah, yes. <laughs> I don't think and, it's an alternate universe. Oh, no, no, no. There were many, they discussed many alternate universes. And if people listened to the show, they would know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there's actually an alternate universe where uh, Gilberto and, and John are a really hot gay couple. Really cute. <laughs> they, they work from what Miki told me, because I spoke to Miki after you guys like patch things up and stuff, John, uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, he said, not only are you and Gilberto gay in this alternate universe, you guys are super gay, oh, like, like gay icons. Actually, you guys are wow. all over gay magazines, gay like Richard Simmons type of gay icon. No, no, even more so. No, no, no. You guys are on. Whoa. Like, no, no. You guys are on like the cover of of <laughs> of magazines that that men of the homosexual persuasion would buy in order to have fun that, that you guys are in that universe and Mickey didn't want like to he, he didn't think it was necessary to go into detail you guys are icons in the uni- in that universe like I more would, than I would visit. are here i would visit the universe <laughs> if i had the means well, anyway, I can always, as you know, DJ Nick has capacities to do anything. So, yeah. like, we figured out the time machines for the uh, back in uh, uh, December. I mean, he figured out how to send us 10 days in the past. I don't see why mm-hmm. he can't figure out how to send us to the multiverses. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a movie that's coming out soon. I look forward oh, to yeah. seeing that one. Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange in the multiverse or whatever. Um, well, well, you know, I'm like the one guy who doesn't watch Marvel movies. So like, um, I don't really I, either. So like, I, so that, but so are you excited or not excited? Well, about okay. <laughs> I, as a general, as a general rule, I really don't. There have been like, what, like maybe three or four that I've seen. And what are there now? Like 25. So, oh Yeah. Yeah, no. So, it, so I, I really haven't seen most of them. I, but I look forward to the new Doctor Strange movie. I, I would hope that one day you would sit down and look at that list I gave you and watch all the movies chronologically, so I can finally have that conversation with you, where we can finally like really connect about that medium as a whole. Greg, I want to tell you something. What Gilberto just said. Mm-hmm. He, he did. We we so Gilberto and I used to be co-workers before I uh, before. Oh, I, I thought you. I, I, I'm not sorry to cut you off, but it's it's yeah. routine by, by by now, right? 
I thought uh, okay. yeah, I thought you guys you were going to say Gilberto and I used to be friends, and it was going to be your way <laughs> um, of saying you're not. <laughs> Well, not actually no, that, that 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 was that was never true. No, anyway, so we <laughs> we used to be coworkers, and uh, you know I, I have since left the evil corporation that I that I will not name for the same reason that I didn't name it last time. I don't, you know, who knows if they're listening and they want to press charges. But anyway, yes, Gilberto, <laughs> Gilberto at work actually did bother to print out a list of at the time this was like, like what two thousand. 18 2019 something like that yeah roughly he bothered to print out a list not only print out the list of all the marvel movies but also like put them in the order in which i should watch them approached me and said you like shoved the thing into my chest and said you need to watch these and i'm like this is probably not gonna happen but you know i'll i'll see what i can do it does take a lot of time yeah, a lot um, of commitment, and, a lot and, of, yeah. And Gilberto and I have talked behind your back about, like, if anyone should be a Star Trek fan, it's it's you, but you're just not, and there's nothing we could do about it. But, like, if you were able to attend Star Trek Four, like, I always stand by that Star Trek Four. I got a surprise for you in a moment, John, though. I have a huge surprise oh for you. Well, yeah. now it's not going to be a surprise anymore. No, 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 it's coming, though. It's coming, though. I, I want to I, I, I gift you with something this evening that I didn't okay. tell you was coming until now. It's almost coming. But, but like, you know, so I am, like, a Star Trek podcast, which we never actually got to, which I said last season on the show, that when I wasn't working on MSV, I was going to be working on a Star Trek podcast, and that never happened. And Gilberto, of course, would be more than welcome on that, should we ever get that together and whatever, and Star Trek. But, like, if anybody, like, I, I just, like, there's certain people who I feel like should be Trekkies and aren't, and and you're one of those people. Why is that? Don't ask. I think I, I think you you just have to be a Trekkie to get it, wouldn't you say, Gilberto? Yeah. Do I give off that vibe? You give off a vibe like you'd really appreciate Star Trek for what it is, for what it really is, for the for the. Wait, what's uh, that exactly? Like Gene Roddenberry's, like uh, his vision. It's all parables, or, or, or you know, a lot of well, sure. And I don't want to speak about politics, which I could easily bring politics into this, but I won't. But Star Trek was always at its core; it's about humanity and where we could go. If just like the Twilight Zone. Work together. What's what's that? Just like the Twilight Zone. It's there's, so funny that you said that. that. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny because the, the the Star Trek original series episodes that are um that are still Hot. like good. I mean, there's ones that are universally horrible, like uh, uh, Spock's brain and stuff like that. But yeah. the ones that are still brilliant and hold up today, like uh, Let This Be Your Last Battlefield, which is the one I like, which is the perfect example of what Star Trek is. It, it it encompasses everything Star Trek is about because there's one guy with black on the right side of his face and white on the left side, and the other guy has white on the right side and left on the black side, and they don't get along. And and, and the whole show, I mean, that was, you know, that was pretty ahead of its time. It's all about racism. So, so yeah, I just, I just happened to think... Uh, it's just one of those things that I have in my life that's like a crutch. Yeah. That, that uh, seems of, a little a little thinly veiled, though, but I get it. Like, that's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, John. Yes. Here's the deal. All right? I'm going to give you a surprise right now. Okay? I'm going to give you a surprise. Should I, should I open my eyes for that? 
No, 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 no. I have, anyway. I have, I have, for right now, I have spoken enough, right? And I explained at the beginning of the show how I essentially told you you could have all the creative uh, input in the world uh, and make it your show just as much as it is yours. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I said, and here's the list of guests and topics. And here right? it is, yes. Right? I didn't let you do a yes. damn thing, except mm-hmm. tonight's show is technically... Your guests. I mean, of course, I had to agree. But it, 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 I, I want you, John, to take a little time right now. And I would like to switch places with you. I would okay. like you, John, to be MSV podcast. But John is let's let's we could even I mean, we could stay in this universe or travel to an alternate one. But I think we could do this. I think we could pull this off. Is that what if John was the moderator and host and real brains behind the show? You know, let, let, okay. let's say like what if? Well, you've got the guests. You've got everything you need. You've got me, your sidekick. And you even have as Mark a bonus. Mark Seidenstein. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here, buddy. <laughs> the good, the good thing about this is that yeah. everyone here, everyone here, I have met face to face several times. So, um, and why, right? Because I, a lot of our guests you've never met face to face. I a lot of our guests I don't even know what they look like. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this kind of reminds me of uh, like the what if. Marvel Comics uh, series. It's like, well, what if this had been John's idea instead of Greg's yeah. idea? And then no, we're we doing an episode. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, whatever. You know, wh- whatever format you decide is is most uh, applicable here. But, right. okay. Well, well, I'm handing it over to you, but I, I mean, if you remember, in, in a show last season, I admitted and have now faced the fact that I didn't think this through. I didn't think this through, but here we are. <laughs> that's okay, though. <laughs> but that's okay. I didn't think it through, yeah. but I, I, I did let MSV podcast. The fa- oh, 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 oh! Congratulations are in order, though, for us. We went. Oh, yeah? Everybody, listen, M- Mark, Mark. I would like you to uh, to come. Let's bring out a let, let's bring out a surprise guest right now. Mark Seidenstein, everybody. Mark, Seidenstein, join us in this conversation. How are you this evening, Mark? Oh, I'm 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 great. I'm really hey, Mark, did you know that your uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, special is slowly becoming, it, not only is it the highest rated show thus far of season two, but it is uh, almost uh, out, it's going to out-listen some of our, our most uh, popular uh, shows on there. So congratulations to that. Hey, look, every What's morning. With Lara? Mm. Oh, yeah, Sorry. Good. The cat had something in his mouth. I had to make sure oh, he was all right. Sorry. Continue, Mark, please. Look, I'm just a man. <laughs> mm. All right. So we've established some things tonight already. I'm a dick. Yeah. I took every, I, I promised John he could have creative control. I didn't do any of that. I even, to the guests that he wanted to have, put them in one show, one off, one show. Um, I, I did all that. Yet you've stood by me through the whole thing, and I appreciate that. So I want to give you the gift right now. 
Now, what was your question? Do we want to do we want to go to an alternate universe or or what if situation? How would you like to work this? I'm no, going to take that over. Your, What's that? That was your question. That, that was that was not my question. Do we want to do this in an alternate universe or oh. or whatever? I think what you're just doing here is you're just saying, okay, John, you can lead the discussion. I, I don't I don't think that it has to be alternate. I don't think it has to be anything like that. I, I'm actually reminded, Greg, I don't know, maybe Greg or Mark or everyone else here, when Jon Stewart was on television and he had the uh, the Jon Stewart show, this was like long predating The Daily Show, and he had Adam Sandler as one of his guests, and I forget whose idea it was, maybe it was Jon Stewart's, to say, do you want to host and I'll be the guest? And Adam Sandler was like, okay. He went behind the desk. John Stewart sat in the guest chair. And Adam Sandler kind of didn't know what to say. And he was like, uh, do you want us to like take off our clothes or something like that? Some, something like really uncomfortable. And uh, clearly this was a bad idea. You know, that's not going to happen here. Oh, this is, this is, wonderful. This is different. What, well, yeah. well, like what if you were the moderator? I, I, hey, I want to I hand you for... For as, for as long as I see fit, you are in charge. <laughs> well, it is your show. It is your show. Oh, stop, so. with that. stop with that. This, this show would be nothing, you know, if it was just me, it, it, we wouldn't have. Oh, but I didn't make the announcement. Mark, join us. I'm here. We went from our, uh, I, I, I thought that it was our average listener count. Um, but whatever it is, our, our, our listener count was um, approximated by Anchor for four, of 14 people. And I've been saying this like for, for a long time now. I, I say hello to all 14 of our listeners and that we have approximately four, uh, 14 regular listeners. Well, guys, over the break, it, it went to 17 approximate Ooh. regular listeners. Congratulations. Wow. So that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure on me. I have to talk to yeah. 17 people. Well, I got to say three of them are probably on here right now. We're not <laughs> no, I think that's true. I, I already admitted I do not listen to this podcast. I, I try, but I can't get through it. <laughs> <laughs> you include real time, but that doesn't count. Listen, Mark, when yeah. I'm doing the episode, I, I often feel the same way. It's hard for me to get through it. Because, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, if, if I was the moderator, I would okay, say, yeah. you know, good, good evening and welcome to whose line is it anyway, or whatever. And uh, I would do your whole, well, my disclaimer that, you know, the views and opinions are not necessarily the views and opinions of MSP podcast. And, you know, this is just an exaggerated version of X, Y, and Z. And now here are my guests. Lara, who I almost said John Seymour because I, I'm actually seeing these people on the video. You, the listeners are not seeing us, but I almost called Lara John Seymour because that's the name on the bottom of her screen. So that's here's my guest, John Seymour. Out. That's how much you've right. checked out. In an alternate universe, right. maybe you're interviewing other John Seymours from the other universes. Perhaps, Perhaps yes. And Gilberto right. Santana. And um, I basically, in the time that you gave me to speak on my own did 
say everything that I would say. I'm not much of a let's push the conversation forward kind of guy. I'm more of a I'm going to embellish and decorate the things that you have already said. I am the um, what's his name? Uh, that guy on the Conan O'Brien show. Andy Richter. Uh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter. But I'm John, the guy who, who, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's no secret that that MSV podcast, there's a universe within a universe within a universe. There are and and I don't want people to necessarily figure out what's the fictional things that we talk about. What is the non-fictional things? What are we embellishing? What are we not embellishing? I mean, all of that, uh, to our credit, is pretty unique, I I must say. I mean, look what happened to us over the holidays. You know, look what over it. Now, of course, I'm still going to, you know, <laughs> see why I didn't get my teeth uh, uh, fixed. But, um, uh, uh, you know, right. so, so, John, you, you might be you, you might be proving my point right now as to why I took over complete creative control. But, but, but I, I, I mean, <laughs> yes, I for, first of all, first of all, it, it was your idea. You you invited me, which I was part of it from the yeah. Right. You did not think through it. You invited me to, to be a part of it. Um, as a podcast personality, I feel like I am comfortable in my own skin. As a podcast leader, maybe not so much. So, you know, like I, I would say, all right, we're going to talk like last season. We're going to talk about Donald Trump and why we hate him this week. Tune in next <laughs> week to hear us talk about Donald Trump and why we hate him. And it's that from for twelve episodes, and then finally we get to the second. Uh, actually, season, eleven. Is, actually, eleven. It was eleven, really 11 episodes because the 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 twelfth was okay. We're not going to be doing that anymore every week. Right. Yes. And you know, I I I love to. I love to participate in conversations, and I can lead for a little bit, but it's just not my natural i guess tendency i can be a leader but as for situations like this i choose not to be because i like to put in my two cents about things that other people are saying rather than say you put in your two cents about what i'm saying because that's uh i don't know that's that's just how i how i is and 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 what's so funny well not funny what's what's is is that we, we are on a natural path to the natural end of the series I mean, of course, our 17 fans know they they're, you know, after our finale that they haven't heard the last of us. You know, that, that's all covered. But like your soliloquy. Like the psych movies. Now, what? Yeah. yeah like, like the psych I mean, movies. Yeah. 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 Like, your soliloquy, John, that came out of mm-hmm. this just now of like John reveals his true self and true feelings is like such an epitome it, it epitomizes like, oh, it, it seems like they're getting to the end of the series because we just learned John's secret the, the whole time. It was like, literally... I don't know if I would really call. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call that a secret, though. Like, it's it's not so much of it. It's been very apparent from the start that it's like, <laughs> you're the host. I mean, you call me the co-host. This is like, OK, John's my co-host. Your, your but name it's is really in more the like... title. Yes, well, so is so is Matt McHenry's. Correct. So, <laughs> I would, Correct. Right, yes. But it's really more of a 
it's more of a like you're the host and I am I I I, I don't even know like I prod you along I guess I encourage you to keep saying what you're saying instead of you just saying it all by yourself. Thank you. All right, we do this thing right. uh, on this show, which is now every now everybody's going to get their moment. Uh, so we we've been doing this thing on the show, which is the random question of the week, and this week it's uh, going to be what grinds your gears. Um. And so you all have time to think about it because I'm going to say what grinds my gears first. And then everybody can discuss if they agree with that sentiment about what grinds that person's gears and we move on to the next person. Uh, Mark knows what I'm talking about, right, Mark? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have come up with a different way to say that. Hmm? What what grinds my what grinds my gears? Oh, oh, yeah, Let yeah, me tell I'm, you what grinds my gears. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it doesn't have to. No, no. I just wanted to give an example. Okay, what irks you in the world today? Your personal okay. pet peeve, the thing, the one thing, as you know, because that's the nature. We are random, so I'm getting to this. And 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 I was thinking about what mine is. And you guys have time so when I explain what mine is to think of what yours is, and I, and I would give you the floor. But we could also like discuss a little bit where, um, you know, what, what you guys, whether everybody agrees or disagrees with, with this major pet peeve. So you could, you could say it, it's what grinds your gears. It's what your major pet peeve is. It's what irks you today. It's just all this kind of thing. And I thought about what mine was. I certainly know what mine was. And you guys have time to think about what yours is. So I'll start and then we could all discuss it, comment it, whatever, if you agree, disagree, is all okay, and then we'll just move on to, to everyone else. So mine is, literally, and I gave this a lot of thought. You guys are only getting a few minutes to think about it, but uh, let's talk about this. Mine literally is, is that the quality of strawberries has changed. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it is true. I have not I don't know how many years it's been. See, I used to eat strawberries as a kid. They were sweet. They were tart. They were delicious. They were perfect. They had a perfect consistency, perfect juice, juiciness. You know, they were just, they were, they, they used to be delicious. And I don't want to get into a climate change debate here. I just feel that the quality of that particular fruit, the strawberry, has changed in our lifetime. And I don't know if we're ever going back. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that, that is what my, that is what's irking me in the world today. That has nothing to do with politics and, and the world and just, and COVID and any of that stuff. My problem is the quality of strawberries. And I don't know if you guys have, have noticed this about strawberries, but no, there's always a moldy one in a pack. At least one I found that there's always a moldy they are not consistent. They don't have the, all of them have different consistencies. Some of them are, are soft. Some of them are hard. And none of them have the, that signature strawberry taste that I remember from when I was a kid. Go May, to Old World in whether, Nyack. What's that? Go to Old World in Nyack. I, I saw very beautiful looking strawberries there just today, as a matter of fact. Greg, are you eating? Are you eating? 
organic strawberries or oh, absolutely like, absolutely really? there's like, your problem that's, that's your it. problem they go bad because um, when you were when you were a young kid organic strawberries didn't exist so you're <laughs> used to like the chemically processed laboratory grown exactly. strawberries yeah well that well that's really, no, 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 like, no. all the pesticides you need the pesticides for the taste that's, that's, that's a sweetie really, pesticide well that's very interesting that you point that out no no we we get uh, 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 I get all my produce from uh, that, that place that's uh, very popular these days. It's called Whole Foods Market. Ah. Mm. It's, it's, it's going to be big. It's going to be as big as the joust is one day. And uh, no, I just noticed. No, I think I've had non-organic strawberries. I have not had a strawberry. Even if I've gone to a party or something and they have those plates of fruit out for people who just don't feel like they want to eat chips. I grab a strawberry. It just doesn't like have. I, I have a face. solution to that. Melt some chocolate on it, then you won't even notice. I actually ah strawberry fondue. I used to actually work at Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. The stores don't exist anymore, but one of the things I did there, my main uh, duties there, were selling. Uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark can vouch though, vouch that right in front of my boss that he came in and I just gave, I just started giving Mark, Mark a bunch of free uh, um, uh, 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 stuff. I never I bought nothing from that place. Right, right. I said, here's a, here's a chocolate covered Oreo. Or here's what right in front of the boss because the boss was a rather nice guy. He was a rather nice guy. So he, he didn't have it in him to say, Greg, what are you doing? Stop giving your friend all this free stuff. It's, he didn't have a minute. He didn't, he didn't have it in him. But then Mark left and he goes, just like offer one free sample next time <laughs> to your friend and keep it moving. That would not have done. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what happened. So, yeah. I, I, all right. So you're saying I've been getting it from the wrong uh, market, John. Yes. Oh, oh, I don't know if you're getting it from the wrong market, but what I can tell you, and I don't know how the strawberries taste. I just saw them. And they look like, like I, I was, I was, I was on my way out of the supermarket and that's where they have the strawberries, like by the entrance slash exit. And like, they were the brightest, reddest strawberries I had ever seen. It was like, holy shit. Those are some bright strawberries. How would you know? You're colorblind. Well, okay, fine. But they were the brightest reddest strawberries I had ever seen. That's how okay. bright and red they were. I have a follow-up <laughs> question, Greg. Are you sure. getting them delivered or are you hand picking them in the store? No, I I I've, I can't tell you when this started, but just one day strawberries went to shit for me. <laughs> I, I, I I I you know, and then I don't want to go with this trope. Please forgive me all, but since going vegan, you know. Produce means much more to me than it used to. And so I would be buying all kinds of fruit. I've had some very delicious produce, no matter from anywhere, organic or not organic, but the strawberries just suck. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if it's like I got older and like this is what strawberries actually taste like and I never realized it. But no, I go, I, I pick the best. Look, but that's the thing. They don't even look. Good. You have to like settle for the strawberries mm -hmm. that you that you're picking. It's like I need a scientist or something to create some sort of a mutant strawberry. It's like online dating. It's like, eh, I guess that one looks all right. 
<laughs> oh yeah. And Lara wins best line of the night. That's it for me. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, mine, so mine was uh mine is that. My my big thing is that strawberries have changed. I, I have my theories. I'm not here to debate climate change. I'm not here to debate uh, anything, but that strawberries have changed and they do not taste good. Like I remember, and I have not had a decent strawberry and I can't tell you how long, maybe 20 years. Wow. Wow. And that folks, we can't call it grind my gears because otherwise we'll get sued. And that folks is what irks me today. Any follow-up questions? Bad. Any follow-up questions or comments to that before we move on? Uh, I, yeah, I have I, none. I'm very impressed, Greg, that you uh, you were brave enough to work into the story that you're a vegan because most vegans aren't bold enough to let you know. I do. I, I did that on purpose. And not on purpose at the same time. Oh, is it like the CrossFit people? You always have to let people know that you do CrossFit. So you always have to let people know that you're a vegan. It's kind of that thing. There's that. There was another trope that, you know, not only like a vegan, there's like, there was always like, so as a vegan, it was a, it was a, <laughs> meme, it was a meme that went around is like, it goes, as a vegan is a sentence you can begin to oh ensure that you are going to lose some friends. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I it, the thing is, is that it came up in context here. That's right. the thing. It came up in actual context. It's not like, you know, like yeah. Paul White. Paul I'm White, a vegan. Right. Paul White, for example, who's been on our show and is an open communist. So he wouldn't mind me saying that he's open about it. He doesn't give a shit. He's in your face about it. Literally would be like, yeah, Greg, um, yeah, come on over. Watch my kid. Then I'll take you out for dinner. We'll buy you uh, a dinner at a Japanese buffet. And maybe we'll uh, watch a movie when we get back to my place. And I'm a communist. That's really how he used to find <laughs> it. Wow. Just slips you know, it in there. You know, like, like I said, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I was in a Toys R Us once, like, for example, at, at, um, and there was an SNL skit, too, with Bill Murray, if you could ever find it, called Frequent Flyer. And I was in like a, and there was a guy like, just like comic book guy. I will do my bad comic book guy impression because he's like there or like whatever, whatever. And so I'm going to tell you a story. This is a real, this is a true story. What is happening? This is in the real life MSV podcast universe. So like I, I'm shopping for toys or something. Maybe it was Ninja Turtle toys. I'm a kid. All right. And there's a guy that literally looks like comic, comic book guy and is a comic book guy and whatever. And he's like, do not get that edition. Get this edition. Wait, do you plan to keep them in the packages or take them out of their packages? And I said, uh, uh, I don't know. I, 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 and I'm like, however old, whenever Ninja Turtles was like really big. So what was that? 89 or something like that? Yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah, so I'm 10. And this guy is probably like 48. And he was like, allow me to guide you. Like I needed a personal shopper these action figures okay so donatello with the soft head is uh worth much much more than donatello with the hard head with the plastic head not the rubber so what i what is your name sir greg okay gregory so what you do is what you do is you you buy the rubber-headed donatello and you keep that packaged uh-huh 
I'm a pre- I don't know what this guy is talking about. This guy. So you buy that and you keep that packaged and you keep it for 27 years and you'll be a multi-multi-billionaire just like I would be with all the toys I collect. And the one that you play with will be the one with the plastic head. Do that. Stick by me. I'll make you a star. And I'm just <laughs> shopping for action figures and I got this guy who goes, I am a toy collector. Uh, it was From what I can remember, the random flashes of this because it is from... Uh, uh, at least 30 years ago, um, the random flashes are, I am a toy collector. I know what I'm talking about. I literally made $17 on a very rare Boba Fett, mind you. It's just like comic book, comic book guy. I can guide you wherever you want. I have knowledge, I have inside knowledge that, that from playmates themselves that you would never, ever know. And it's like, looking back on it, it was some kind of a creepy guy in his 40s Telling a 10-year-old how to buy toys. Hey, you know what? Go, go figure. And you know, that, that actually, that actually reminds me. Go figure, right? That hey. actually reminds me. Go figure. That reminds me of uh, a time that this lady was trying to buy, like, Ninja Turtle action figures. I think for her grandson or her son or something like that. And, you know, I happened to be in the aisle. And I don't Ooh. know how I knew. Maybe I just saw that she was like looking and like kind of seeming a little confused. And I said, well, you know, like, do you like, I like Raphael, Raphael has the red and uh, Michelangelo has the orange and all this. And like, this is how you buy this and you're going to want this and blah, blah, blah. And this lady was like, so grateful that I helped her pick out these, these action figures for her grandson that she actually bought me a Ninja Turtle action figure. All right. That... I don't know where. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't know no, where no, my on, parents. I don't know where my parents were through all of this, but yeah, I remember I was not like I, I wasn't like fifteen. You know, I think I was like seven or eight. So yeah, I don't know why I was standing by myself without my parents in this aisle, or maybe they were there and I didn't realize it. I don't know, but um, yeah, I this lady bought me a, a Ninja Turtles action figure because I helped her pick out something for her grandson. That is really sweet. I have an opposite yeah. story, and uh, unfortunately, uh, and then uh, is, is, everybody still think about what irks you today. But I have an yeah. opposite story. I I made a kid hate his grandparents. Uh, oh. I have no idea what happened to this family, but I know somewhere there is a kid that goes, <laughs> "My fucking grandparents, I hate them." Because I was a kid who didn't like to get with the, you guys are all going to know what I'm talking about once this happened. We're leaving a restaurant. Me and my family just had dinner in a restaurant and an older elderly couple stops me and go, you, you. Now I was a kid who played by the beat of a different drummer. Okay. And you, you you will understand exactly what happens. They said, you, you, you look, Exactly. You are definitely our grandson's age. Please okay. help us. Help us because we have to get him a birthday present. Uh, and I said, sure. Who, who is the, which is the more popular? Transformers that the kids want or GoBots? And I said, oh, definitely GoBots. What? <laughs> what the hell is a GoBot? Oh. <laughs> wow. You that's, intentionally that's destroyed. You you intentionally destroyed these people's relationship not, with their grandson. No, no <laughs> I didn't intentionally destroy them. I literally was a 
jackass kid who liked GoBots better. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what a GoBot is. That's the point. That's the point. They were. They, I, I think they, they were just a ripoff of Transformers in uh, every way. In, in every way, except they calling them uh, uh, GoBots. You know. I see. Um, but but not even executed in, in any kind of an interesting way or whatever. But I was a kid who didn't like to. Uh, you know, I'm like, trust me on this. GoBots are, are the way to go. And they said, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And then they obviously went to, and, and bought this kid a, a, a bunch of GoBots. And, and, and Seidenstein, it kind of reminds me of the uh, the, the Sorkin uh, iPad and uh, oh, yeah. Galaxy <laughs> tablet story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Googling stuff. GoBots right now. So, so oh, 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 that's that's awesome. Do that. So somewhere... There's a child, uh, there's a grown uh, guy on my age, going to be probably 43 this year. And he's going like, I can't believe my grandparents got me a bunch of GoBots. And like from there, his entire life and the entire relationship he probably had with his grandparents were all set into motion because (laughs) of my uh, uh, insisting that GoBots was was the better (laughs) toy. Wow, Lara, as as you Google uh, GoBots, yes, uh, well, which I'm sure it'll say right there and then. GoBots are a imitation transformers well, that nobody. First thing likes. that comes up is twenty GoBots that remind us why the GoBots sucked so incredibly <laughs> hard. I'm not making this up. This is actually what it says. Yeah, this is an article. I don't. <laughs> the worst episode of the GoBots cartoon. There was a GoBots cartoon. Yes, yes. Oh, it did yeah. everything yeah, it that way. It was so bad. GoBots and, sucked so bad that even their commercials were lame. <laughs> this, is, this is like real Wait stuff. A Wait a minute, John. Did the GoBots movie um, come out in theaters or was it like a direct-to-video type? Because I, Transformers, I, the movie, you know, was a big hit. You know, it was... You know. I accidentally, I accidentally hit back. Hold on one second. And and what's uh, funny about that, what's funny about it is what I should have said to this to this elderly couple was, I'm sorry, you're asking the wrong kid. I don't really like either. <laughs> but the, the fact but that your that own was, opinion always matters more than everyone else's when you're a kid. So. No, but I'm like, if I had to pick one, though, it's GoBots, but I didn't tell them. I left out a very important factoid, which was, but I'm only picking GoBots because I don't want to pick Transformers because everyone likes Transformers. And I, I go to the tune of, I, I you know, beat, uh, I'm a different drummer and I uh, do my own. Yes, that, 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 that cliche yeah. that you're trying to say. <laughs> anyway, hey, where did Gilberto go? Hey, I can, I, can I tell you a story that that kind of reminded me of that happened to me? Wait, wait a minute. Is, is that and Gilberto went away, or did he just quit the show? He's, I, I don't... He's back. No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm here. Okay. If there's no reason, move to the other ladies side of the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, our gracious host this week, Mark Seidenstein. Yes, please, Mark. What is this story? So I was at, uh, yeah, this is a bunch of years ago, I was at some sporting goods store. It was one of the chains that went out of business. I can't remember which one it was. But they had a big thing, like everything in the store is like 50 to 80% off. Uh, maybe sports with her. That might be it. Yeah. And it was, so, so I was, I was there and I'm looking around for great deals. And at the time I used to play golf and they had this big display of golf gloves. And I'm like, oh, I need golf gloves. I'm going to get some. And I start looking through the display and they're all like normal sizes. 
And what some of you know is that I'm a very large man. I double uh, XL gloves generally don't fit me well. And I have huge feet and, and huge body and larger than life. And I'm looking through all these like golf gloves, like very you? frustratedly, like, ah, oh, fucking stupid. He's stupid. Seven. And this woman comes over and she's about to start looking too. And as a joke, I was like, oh, don't bother, lady. They're all really, they're all really small. And like sort of holding They're up all really small. compared to my hand. And yeah. I sort of yeah. figured at that moment, she'd be like, oh, that's funny because they're normal size, but your hand is so big. But instead, she's like, oh, thanks for letting me know and like walked away. So, <laughs> I, so there's a woman somewhere in the universe, maybe, maybe yeah. she's dead, who did not get who did not get a great deal on golf gloves because I was trying to be funny. Wow. Um, uh, remind me, remind me after everybody says what irks them today. Uh, remind me, clams. Remind, just say the word clams when we when we get through to everybody. All right. Um, Speaking so, of grind my gears, okay. Yes, yes, please, John. What is it that really uh, that that's your personal pet peeve as minus strawberries, John? Why don't you take it from here, John? Go. All right. Uh, well, so the one thing off the top of my head that really grinds well, that irks me today. Yes. Is when people on sitcoms, when they get really frustrated, they say, shoot. And they keep saying, shoot, shoot. And it's like, dude, enough already. I know what you mean. I know what you want to say. Stop saying shoot. Just be like, Damn it. You know, because shoot. I don't know what that was, but shoot is the worst thing that you can say on a TV show because it does not it does not accurately represent a person's frustration, especially when they're that frustrated. I, I am so glad you said that. Here's my rebuttal to this. Okay. Um, and I've done many acting classes. And in fact, I taught acting briefly, and, and this resonated with my students. So when I said, come on, now, you know, there's going to be things that you have to do in a role that is not, you know, how we really speak. And I made an example, just like you just did with, shoot! And I agree with you on that, that it's not how people talk. But like one trope that they do in, whether it's a comedy, whether it's a drama, and nobody talks like this is, like, let's say one character says to the other character, let's just pull out characters just at the top of my head. So let's say Luke Skywalker says to Han, oh, no, what's going to happen when we uh, uh, invade the Death Star? And Han Solo's rebuttal to that is, we're just going to have to wait and see, Luke. We're just going to have to wait and see. Nobody talks like that. <laughs> But if you're an actor, you, you have to just make it seem like that's how people talk. Every, I don't know why writers write that in, that kind of, you know, nobody ever said that, like, MSV podcast has really gone downhill, John. MSV podcast has really gone downhill. We don't talks like that. I would just say but, MSV podcast has really gone downhill. But what I'm saying, I'm not mm -hmm. talking about, like, unnatural dialogue. Like, we're just going to have to wait and see. That's sort of like, okay, you know, we're in a universe, we're in this movie, and it's like, it's, it gives you an opportunity to kind of separate yourself from reality. But 
I'm, I, I recall this on Cheers, where this was like Sam Malone, like often got really angry and frustrated and just said shoot all the time. And it's just sort of like, you know, the dialogue isn't necessarily that, that it's not realistic. That that upsets me. It's like, okay, you're saying it for the censors. Really, this guy is saying shit. And he doesn't, you know, he can't say it. But there are certain words that you can say on TV, like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. You know, so like, say that instead, you know. And I'm not talking about the dramatic exaggeration that uh, th- that comes with, we're just going to have to wait and see. I'm talking about literally, no one says, shoot when they can't contain how frustrated they are, you know? I, I understand. Now that, yeah. Uh, you, you, got some, you got some shit on your nose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's, you got some shit reference. on your mouth. Let's let Lara go next. Yes, Lara, please. What is your... All right, what, and, what and, irks and, me today? Is, is that the question? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that irk me, but I don't, like... One thing that really stands out, and I, this is something that happened today, I had a doctor's appointment, and it's 2022, right? We have, we, I, I, we are Zooming right now, I see everybody, I can hear everyone in real time, we have these tiny little devices that gives us all the information of the world in the palm of your hand, even though we just use it to yell at people on social media and look at cat videos but anyway i digress what really irks me today is you're in a doctor's office and these are like i've been to this particular doctor before they have all my information the computer i still have to do pages of paperwork and and hand write. I don't hand write anymore. It's the sloppiest thing. Allowly receipt, non birthday, social security, insurance card, emergency contact, John C. All this bullshit. Blah blah blah. The signature I get, fine. And then like, there's like pages of this. I go to the I go to the receptionist. Like, yeah, sorry, a lot of this is illegible. Like, my handwriting's horrible. Oh, she goes, oh, that's fine. We just put it right into the computer. I'm like, then why can't I just put it in your computer? Or why can't I just dictate it to you? Or fill out a form online? It's the stupidest. I'm sorry. It's but, the stupidest. You, you know, thing. Lara, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw this on my new umpteenth Facebook account, but I recently made a joke about everybody for the next few weeks is going to be writing the wrong year on their checks because it just became 2022. Yes, I did say it, see that, and, then, and I liked right, it. And then everybody the really, everybody was coming at me then for still using checks. And I... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it is an old man thing. It is. I really do live in a building where the rent check, the, you have to give the office a check for oh, the wow. rent. And so all I just heard from you is you need to switch doctors. Everything I do with my Dom in the Valley group network here in Bergen County, everything I do, they send you a text message, you go on a link, you do a couple of buttons, like there's all this information. Yeah, no, but that's no, I know, but that's the that's the thing too. I had to check in digitally, and then I went in my car, and I do, everything is on the text. But then when I was there, I still had to physically, if it's a new doctor, fill out all these forms. But it's like, why? You have the technology. I have been to other doctors' offices where, like, you get to use an iPad, and it's or you just do it at home but it's like they they still make you do it in person i was like you have the technology why are we wasting time me handwriting why don't i just stand here and tell you my information and then 
like the it's annoying because it's like the, it's page two also I have to write Lara Lieberstein but why why you already have that why can't I just say say see page one like you know like why why do I have to write down the same information just to check off boxes no I don't have a cult no no you know like wh- I I'm sorry that's I know it's there's a lot of things that piss me off but that really pisses me off I, I don't blame you that's I, the I, one my, yeah. my, yeah, my answer to you is find a different doctor's office. That's my. I can't believe that that like you found the one doctor's office, just like I have. No, the one but no, Greg, it's not. Building. It's not just this place. It's a lot of places I've been to. There's the rare few that I don't have to do that, but a lot. Every like a first time going somewhere, or even going back, even like the doctors I go back to, they ask me to. Even when I have to call, I have to call and get like my results. Oh, a name and date and birth. birth, birth. Okay, I'm going to transfer you. Name and date of birth. Like, why? And address and home address. Why? Why do I have to keep repeating myself? It's redundant and it wastes time. And I, like, I was like, oh, Larry Lee's here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Well, I have to transfer you to this department now. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm I, in New York. Maybe it's a New York thing. I don't know. I mean, Gilberto lives in New York and is around this area. Oh, uh, well, that's a perfect segue <laughs> into Gilberto's. Uh, yes thing that irks him but okay so my comment on your thing is i couldn't agree with you more but like if i was in a doctor's office that required that kind of paperwork for me i would leave that doctor's <laughs> office because everything even is if they're just, the best even if this doctor is the best in their field you hey, if you have to I write more than <laughs> i had a doctor who worked until he was in his 90s and and you know he passed away he worked right up until the end um and his office were doing really shady crooked things so we obviously left his office but damn it was he the best doctor yeah but we did leave we did leave his office yeah go ahead before we move on to gilberto i just want to say because greg you you had mentioned that in your building you still have to like write out a check and give them the check for the rent and all that stuff i that for some reason reminded me perhaps some of you or one of you or none of you have heard of uh a town in Alaska called Whittier, where like 85% of the entire town all live in one building. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, the population of Whittier, Alaska is like 300. And there's like a tunnel that like only lets you go through every half hour and it closes for the night at 9 p.m. and opens back up again the next day at 6 a.m. or something like that. So yeah. If you're looking for something really kind of creepy to read about, look up Whittier, Alaska. W-H-I-T-T-I-E-R. That's as you were. In turn, look up CF Wisconsin. S-E-I-F. It's my it's my punchline for a lot of things. CF Wisconsin. All right. Um Gilberto, besides uh being a podcast uh guest who didn't get to talk much on a podcast. You're guesting on what? What is what is it that irks you? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with something that um, that I was experiencing today. Uh, basically, uh, dating in your late 30s, especially using like um, apps for dating. It, it's 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 mentally frustrating to sit there basically messaging every single person that you see that seems interested and out of like a hundred, 150, maybe one person will reciprocate that message. And 
you then you go through the tedious task of uh you know doing blah 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 what do you do for a living and then when you like finally like exchange numbers you realize you really click with that person then you it, it happens to me all the time like that person just becomes uninterested and they stop replying well, to your messages and they want to read and sure sure well well first of all gilberto congratulations on having 150 options i mean that's saying a lot uh one, <laughs> the, the world of online dating this is what i would say to you and this would be my two cents on the thing the world of online dating has changed i use my very good friend mark seidenstein here as an example who met his wife uh, doing online dating, as wow. did other buddies of mine, and and they used to be very, you know, very very successful on online dating. Online dating has become sort of a breeding ground for people who just want validation, and it's more people like that that are on online dating apps than people who are legitimately looking. I fully for- fully disagree with you, and sure. uh, and I have an alternative explanation of why people just suddenly drop off even when you think that things are going well and whatever sure and the reason is that unlike in like real world dating you have to remember that everyone is also talking to like eight people or more eight eight minimum and even and even if you've gone out with them in person and you think it's going well they've in the time between your date and, se- and your second date, they've gone out with four other people. And even yeah. if you're awesome and you feel a match and you feel a connection and stuff, that connection might not be as strong as the one they feel they felt with, you know, Juan. And uh, <laughs> Juan's a great guy. Look, I, I, think, I think what you say is very valid. Um, just what I'm saying is, is that they're it, back... Um, you know, when OkCupid first started, I know that, uh, uh, Gilberto, you might not be referring to that dating app, but I'm sure it is one of the many dating apps that still do it. I just, I noticed personally, don't ask me how through comments or different things, it's a lot less people are looking for, like what they really want is Tinder, but they're doing it on every dating app. They really want just hookups or, or, or things like that. Greg, and- I don't know... I don't mm-hmm. maybe you have to adjust your camera, but it looks like you're kind of slanting over a bit. Oh, oh, I th- one of your shoulders being weighed down by that huge I, chip. I'm, I'm completely just uh, laying back here and, and chilling. So, yeah, so saying, that's what I'm saying. But like what? Uh, but another thing I would say is Gilberto, just you know, like keep at it. You know, just you know. But Mark, I mean, you make great points too. Assume good faith, man. If you can't assume good faith. The world's going to be a really rough place. Gilberto, you've told me about a lot of the girls that you've dated. Like, I, I have to say that you have gotten far more dates on uh, online dating than I ever have. I think I got like two or three. I'm not laughing at you, but what I am saying, Gilberto, is that kudos, man, because you're yeah. doing better than you think. You've gotten 150 <laughs> yeah. likes. You, you you just got to find the right strawberry. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. What a great reference to before. Exactly. But uh, you've gotten a lot of dates. And, you know, like, whether they, they latch on or not, it's like they still were interested enough yeah. to say, yeah. 
You know, so, I've, I've been, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, before, because, you know, I remember clams, clams. Um, uh, I have to do that before we wrap, but Gilberto, if you'd like, I will, you can send me a great picture and on the MSV podcast, Twitter page, which is where we get our most traction. Uh, I will say right now to the listeners, attention of you 17 listeners, <laughs> if any of you are single women, which I guarantee you aren't because we have like 68% male audience, 31% women. But of those 31% women, perhaps one of you is single and looking. I will post a picture of the single Gilberto Santana. Who's um, <laughs> Puerto Rican. Right, he is Puerto Rican. He is handsome. Lara, who is with a very handsome man, has a secret crush on him. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I totally see why. Um, I'm sure Mark, who met Gilberto for the first time today, is going to fantasize about him later. So, everybody. Later. Yeah, yes. yes. So, attention, single ladies who listen to MSV podcast. Gilberto is single, ready to mingle, and I will put his best dating. You, you do realize, Gilberto, you really do have to send me a picture now, and I really do have to do this. I will post the picture of the guilt of the single and ready to mingle, Gilberto Santana, and our hordes of female Twitter fans, all 31% of them. Um, you, you, you send me a DM on Twitter and I'll connect you to the bachelor, Mr. Gilberto. Is that a deal, Gilberto? Would you like to do that? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll play. I do apologize to the clam story, but I promise before the series is up, I promise I will get to the clam. So it's like, uh, on what up with that on SNL that they always apologize for not getting to Lindsay Buckingham. I do apologize to the clam story, but we couldn't uh, have ended the show in a better way. So, guys, plugs, <laughs> plugs. Uh, Gilberto, besides uh, your dating apps, is there anywhere you want people to find you? Do you have a Twitter or Facebook? Do you have anything to promote? Anything? We'll start with you, Gilberto, or just you're just Gilberto and you're single and ready to mingle, and that's all anybody has to know about you. Or your any for any and anything oh, I mean you want to promote, or your social media, or anything like that. I do have a Twitter, which I'm pretty active on. Uh, it's oh, uh, Yukai00. Say so, so your Twitter again. Yukai00. And the first thing you're going to do uh, when you uh, uh, get off the show is follow at MSV Podcast One. Um, so, uh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, spell that out for people just in case uh, they don't know how to find you, Gilberto. Y-U-K-A-I-0-0. Mm. Okay, okay. Lara, we know you have a lot of things to promote. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, as John promotes every week, um, madteapartyband.com. That's the band we're in together. I'm the guitar player. He's the drummer. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, Mad Tea Party Band NY. I'm also in a all-female band called Hot Blooded. That's hotbloodedband.com. And we are also on Facebook, Hot Blooded Band NY, I think. Yeah, something like and, that. Uh, we, we have two shows coming up oh, yes. at Casa del Sol in Nyack. Uh, the address off the top of my head escapes me, but Casa del Sol and Nyack, what is it, May 7th? Uh, 
Well, yes, we, sorry, well, our, next show, our next show is March 12th, uh, Casa de Show, uh, Sol, but we have actually have an acoustic gig coming up February 4th at Fink's Barbecue in Suffern, New York, in Rockland County. So that'll be our first unplugged, MTP unplugged. Come on down to that. Right. March 12th, the full show, and then again May 7th at the same <clears throat> venue, Casa del Sol. In I believe so, yes, yes. Yeah. You can check out all our stuff on our website. It's listed. Yeah. Uh, John, did, did Lara pretty much take uh, the words out of your mouth? Uh, I think she mentioned everything except for your personal Facebook that you mentioned. Well, yeah, and, and I actually prefer that she um, talked about the band because I never know how to promote the website. I never know, like, manteapartyband.com or whatever. Like That's all it is. So, yeah, so she said it right. Don't ever listen to me. My name is John Seymour on Facebook, J-O-N-S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. There's a new profile picture now. It's a picture of the top of my head from the, uh, from the eyes up. And the black cat, my, our black cat, Ozzy, is uh, yawning. Mid-yawn. Big it's a cool picture. Yawn. He takes the best pictures of the cats. Did you see the picture? Um, Excellent. And of course, uh, follow us at MSV Podcast One for all information about new episodes for the rest of this season. Uh, I, I didn't get the plug. Uh, I didn't get the plug. There you were. Give it a second. Give it a second. Uh, for all the things, uh, for all things. See, now you, you threw me off there. Uh, uh, we can edit MSV, this part out. Okay, fine. At MSV Podcast One, where you can hear all about new episodes coming up for the rest of this season, which is the rest of the series. But then. We're going to do bonus shows, so sorry. We're not going anywhere all that quickly. Mark, what I was actually going to ask you was if you wanted to promote your hats. Yeah, the hats are are really taking off. Uh, if you go on to Etsy and search for hat on a hat, it'll come up. It's not a hat on a hat. It's actually a hat with a hat with a hat on it on it. And... <laughs> They're awesome. But the big news, I got big news is uh, up until now, they've been available in two colors. Uh, sometime this week, two more colors are going to drop. That's all cool. I can say. Cool. So, the, the link to it in the, on the MSV, whatever, however these works. Well, sure. If you want to do that. And remember, after this show, uh, Gilberto send me over the photo. It will be Gilbert. I'll even pin it. I will even pin it that uh, this is the single Gilberto ladies that is single and ready to mingle. So look for that on our Twitter page very soon and pinned. And usually I keep the latest episode pinned, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have Gilberto pinned because this is the first MSV. We're, 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 as you know, we're going to sign off as a series, but we're going to come back as a, as a, uh, a, uh, a dating uh, website, MSV dating, Ooh, obviously. Nice. So nice. that's obviously happening. Um, so uh, this has been great. Thank, thank you, Mark, for hosting us. Oh, my pleasure. My thank pleasure. you. Yes. I mean, it was nice to have you on anyway. It was oh, nice yeah. to just see you anyway. Oh, Your I presence. found hat on a hat. That's cool. What does it look like? It? Yeah. Is that's it, it. That's my hat. That's my hat. Cool. It's you a picture really of a hat on a hat. Yeah. It's like yeah. a coffee it's, table book of, uh, about coffee tables. It's a recursive hat. Okay. I get it. Yeah. That's a I'm clever get a idea. A butt on my butt with a butt tattooed on it. So, so many versions in the universe. Yeah. 
Our next scheduled show is this Saturday, actually, beginning two in one week, Saturday, January 15th, with guest David Noyce. And I'll leave it at that. It's kind of going to be a season one-esque type show, but not really. However, he is going to have to accept the fact that I'm just I'm going to have to tell the clam story next week. It's just going to have to happen on on next show with David Noyce. It's going to be. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's Paul Hogan saying nice is literally his last name. And uh, we're going to be going back to uh, a good old season one format and going to be talking political talk. But he's a very interesting uh, leftist that differs very much from my leftist views and John leftist views. So it's going to be a a very interesting it's going to make for a very interesting conversation. And we'll be back on good old record with friends uh, next show on Saturday. So I'm I'm actually really looking forward to that show and uh, take us away. Baltimore! Hello? 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 
Dang, looks like I'm stuck here somewhere between time and space. I opened the door into the multiverse. Hey folks, uh, this is DJ Nick. You didn't hear me on the episode, but I was uh, in the multiverse stitching, sewing and cutting this episode together. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, uh, Greg, as always, uh, promises to send me a check, but uh, have yet to see one. That said, you can, of course, find me on the Whiskey and Cigarettes show playing your favorite country music. You can find me discussing superhero movies on uh, Happiness and Darkness and, of course, Oscar-winning movies on Gold Standard, the Oscars podcast. Greg, if you're listening to this, where's my money? Ciao, people.